0: Hey, this is Lewis Howard. Thank you for joining us for another live edition of Lewis Howard Live coming to you from lovely Seattle and broadcasting around the world. Shout out to my peeps in Canada. You're always downloading and keeping up with the show. People in the U.K., Italy, Australia, uh, New Zealand, so, we're reaching a lot of people, and of course, the United States of America and uh, putting us on the map. And uh, of course, Blog Talk Radio, who's been a, a great partner in our messaging going out to you. And so, we always try to pick a topic, message that I believe is going to be relevant to your everyday existence. So, today we're going to talk about relationships. I am often asked by people, what is the key to my success? And I think sometimes they expect me to kind of have a fancy answer to it. Uh, But I've always said the same thing over and over again, relationships. Uh, It sounds simple, but it's so powerful. And when you can understand the power of relationships, um, especially relationships that you create, you'll understand the power of success. There's no way I could have the, the over 28 years success in real estate and business and finance and entrepreneurship without relationships, right? Now, everybody's not good for you, but everything is not bad for you, right? And sometimes with relationships, you got to go outside your sphere, outside your network and and think about that. So we're just going to talk a little bit today about the value of a relationships. And what is a relationship? Well, relationship is simply the relating, right, to another human being, whether it is by blood, by DNA, or it is by uh, a different type of relationship or f- professional relationship, uh, or whatever that may be that that forms a relationship. it's It's our ability to relate to one another in some commonality, some fashion in some way. Now, some of us start out with relationships that are created for us, right? So when you're born in your family, you have relationships created for you. You got a mom, you got a dad, if you got sisters, brothers, crazy uncles like I did, aunts, right? Those relationships you didn't choose, they chose you, right? So those are personal relationships that you are born into and you have to manage those relationships. You know, funniest part about personal relationship is, you know, we talk about holidays when you got to go to Thanksgiving and you got to go to Christmas and you got to go see people you haven't seen in years, months. And some people you don't want to see for different reasons, but they are part of your family. They are part of your relationship. So that's not the type of relationship I'm really talking about today, but it is important. Right. And for some of us, we didn't have healthy relationships. We didn't have healthy relationships personal relationships, which will affect your personal development. It will make you dysfunctional. If you come out of a dysfunctional home, you're going to be dysfunctional. Doesn't make you a bad guy, girl, or otherwise. It's just that's the way it is. So you've got to address that, hey, my personal relationship made me crazy. Now I got to get sane, right? So that's just the way it goes when we have uh, relationships that we didn't really Choose, but there are other type of relationships that we do choose social relationships. We choose that. Right. We have about a half a dozen platforms you can choose relationships on. Right. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat. Right. Uh, All these different platforms that you can choose relationships on in a social way, right? Now, they're not a personal relationship, but they're social relationships. You, you know, like each other's stuff on Facebook. They like yours. You follow them. They stalk you. You know, that's that's how it goes, right? So that's the social platform for relationships. Those relationships won't necessarily help you succeed, But they also won't help you fail either. So they're kind of, they're neutral in that sense, right? One of the challenge I will talk about is some of the peer pressure that comes with social relationships, right? When you're in school or you're running run with the cool kids or the cool kids on Facebook and they're talking about their, you know, rich kid syndrome where they went on vacation and, you know, the new house that, you know, they just bought, you live in a tent, you know, there's some pressure that goes on those relationships. And all of a sudden, those social relationships can make you feel bad about yourself because you don't have a new Lamborghini or you don't have a manse sitting on the water. Right. So you have to be careful in that form. And as you're building, those relationships are. These are the kind of people I want to follow. Now, it's one thing if it's inspirational. I have people on my Facebook, right, of my 5,000-plus people, and some of them are inspirational to me because they're doing great things. They're doing big things. I like to check in and see what they're doing, and I'm inspired by them. So those are good for me. But then there are times where I don't watch Facebook or I don't tune into Facebook because I'm not feeling the best and I don't need someone throwing how cool they are. And the other thing, let's just be transparent about Facebook. People misrepresent themselves, right? So a lot of what you see in the social platform is not what's going on in people's real life, right? They're creating a profile, a social profile to go out and create relationships so they can look like they are better, successful, bigger, greater, richer, taller than they really are. And so don't, Buy everything you see, you might want to vet some of those those people we were just talking about last night amongst friends that, hey, when somebody friends me, I leave them in the queue for a few days just to make sure they're real, just so I can check them out, right? I don't need, I don't need a new stalker. I don't need some obsessor, and I don't need somebody that maybe is not a healthy relationship for me. So you might want to vet those relationships, and those are relationships you choose, right? Life is about choices, not chances. So if you choose to build relationships with kind of, toxic individuals, then now you are setting yourself up for not for success, but for failure. So the other kind of relationships that you have is education. We go to school and, you know, especially people that are in sororities and go to college and alumni, most of those people build long term relationships, especially in in different fields like uh, sporting Uh, events, you know, if you play college ball together, if you were a cheerleader together, you did certain things together, you build those relationships. And a lot of those relationships can last a long time. I know people that are still friends with people that they went to grade school with, right? They've kept that person in their life as part of their journey. So Some of these you just inherit. I call that another part of inheriting. But at the same time, you're choosing to go back to the uh, college reunion or high school reunion and and do those kinds of things, which usually lead to a little bit of disappointment because people change over years. They're not the, the hot girl you dated. At the prom is now a mom with a couple of kids that don't look the same. Right. So, you know, there could be some letdown or the guy you thought was the jock, you know, now he's, you know, got furniture problems. Right. So you have to take that in its context when you're building those uh, kinds of educational uh, relationships. So that that's another type. The other type is professional relationships, right? We all have a career. If you work, you're going to have coworkers and people that you're going to build relationships with. But those people don't necessarily help you grow and change either, right? Sometimes they are just there because you are both on the same mission and the same assignment. You both work in the tech industry or engineers and you guys are working together. Maybe occasionally you go out and have a beer or a glass of wine or whatever. But by and large, not a lot of connection there, right? They usually don't become very close friends or counsel or things like that. So, but it's a type of relationship that we have that, that affect you, right? So uh, then there's religious and spiritual relationships. So if you go to church, synagogue, temple, whatever you do, mosque, whatever that is for you, you're going to build relationships There There are people that you're going to know that share the same beliefs and values that you do that you'll form sort of a village, right? Um, Our culture has changed a bit, is that people tend to not want to be as much part of the village. You know, the joke is that the village have a village, right? So people are kind of isolating more in terms of the relationship that even though that they're in this sort of collective group environment, there's a sense of isolation. But nevertheless, it's still part of the relationship. And then last is personal relationship, like marriage and and girlfriends and dating; those are relationships that we choose, that we build, right? So these are just areas that you have to examine. Okay, what are my relationships with these different people in these different areas, and how does that help me, right? Don't have somebody in your life for the sake of just being in your life. It, there's just no value to that, right? Don't don't. That's like just dragging around furniture for the sake of dragging around furniture sometimes. Sometimes you've got people in your life, they need to go, right? They're just not going anywhere. They have no drive. They have no passion. Uh, They need to be checked out of your life. I have this saying about certain members of my family. I love them, but I love them from afar, okay? I leave them where they are. I stay where I am. We're happy. The minute that I come into their space, they come into my space, I'm unhappy. Things start to set in. Toxicity sets in. Now I'm miserable. Now I'm taking it out on people. So you have to, if, if people are making you miserable and making you their dump site, you need to get rid of them. You don't need those kind of people in your life, right? You need people, I always say this, there are four types of people that come into your life, okay? There are people that add to you. There are people that multiply you. And then there are people that subtract and divide you, right? And nobody's been able to prove my theory wrong on that, so I'm going to stay with it. So think about what are the four types of people that you have in your life? Who do you have that's adding to you? right? That's adding to your vision, adding to your goals, adding to telling you the truth, being transparent with you about you sometimes. who's Those people add to you, right? And then if you get like mentors and life coaches and great companies, they can multiply you. They can multiply your income. They can multiply your opportunities, man. I'm always looking for people to multiply. One of my good mentors is Grant Cardone. And I, uh, um, suggest you go check out some of his stuff. Grant Cardone is creator of the 10X, right? So he believes in everything 10X, 10X your life. So I've adapted to 10X rule. So I'm always looking for somebody to 10X my life, 10X my platform, 10X my opportunities, right? So you gotta look for those kinds of people. Now you got the, the third group is subtractors, right? So you got people that just subtract you. They always need something. Right. They're always the glass and never the pitcher. You're always pouring into them. You're always taking your last and giving to them. They never seem to have enough. Right. They're always whining and they're always complaining about something. And you come in feeling good on purpose. And all of a sudden you leave depressed. Right. Because this person drained you, told you about everything that's going wrong. They've been watching too much TMZ, CNN, whatever they're getting their narrative from. And now they're sharing this with you. And so you tell them you got this new goal and you want to do great thing. They go, you're not going to do that. You ain't never been anything. You're not going to do it because I ain't never done anything. All right. That person probably needs to go because they're subtracting away from your goal. Yeah. You married to somebody that's a subtractor. That's a different problem. Right. Can't just go get rid of everybody. But you might want to just try to work on how to make this relationship, a positive one, if I am committed to it or forced into it. And then my worst relationship people, they are dividers. Okay. They are gossip spreaders. They're the person that's going to bring you bad news to ruin your day. They're the person that's going to tell you about who's talking about you, who said what about you, because they're trying to divide you. If they see you are happy, they're going to try to find a way to divide you from your happiness, right? Those are the worst kind of people. You need to push eject really quickly on those kind of people. Don't even delay, just push eject, push them out of the seat and keep on moving. Keep it pushing because those people are never going to do anything to add to you. They're never going to do anything to multiply you. They're going to always be trying to bring division. Right. They want to divide you. They want to separate you from your goal. They want to separate you from your mission, your purpose, your family, your friends. I can't tell you number of people. If they see you happy doing something, they're going to try to come with something negative. Right. I see it on Facebook a lot. Got to unfriend that person. You bring in the negative stuff on my post, not having it. OK, so think about it in your life. Take a moment. Right. And write down the people that you call your closest friends and your closest relationship. See which ones are your adders. See which ones are your multipliers first. Then you got to go to your subtractors and your dividers. And then you've got a business decision to make about your own life and your own relationships to determine if this is somebody I want to be. Now, I like my enemies. And the reason why I like my enemies is because my enemies keep me on point. My enemies always expose my weaknesses, which help me turn that to a strength. So I like adversaries. I like people like that. But I like them at a distance where they can't hurt. Right. So I don't mind the criticism. I don't mind the critique. We can all use that. We can grow by that. But you don't want that person close enough that they can do substantial damage. Right. There are people that they the term I'm keeping it real. Right? Their version of that is, I'm keeping it real. I'm telling you what I'm thinking. Okay, well, this is probably not the good time to be keeping it real. How about we pick the right time to keep it real, and it would be helpful at that moment, but not at this particular moment. Uh, I have seen people's careers just destroyed over relationships uh, because they had the wrong people at the wrong time giving advice. And just look at National Football League. Okay, We got players that have destroyed their career. They were one in 5,000 who made it to the NFL. They had a career. They were a running back, a quarterback. They were a receiver. They had a great career making millions of dollars, living large, living fat. And all of a sudden, they couldn't let go of their homies from the hood. Right? They couldn't let go of their boys. Right? So they got their boys going with them everywhere, going in the the club and doing all these things, and all of a sudden, fights break out, right? Well, guess who makes the news? The boys don't make the news because nobody knows them. It's the player, right? The player gets caught in the elevator hitting somebody or doing something crazy. All of a sudden now, they don't have a career. They're sitting on the sideline. They're not making money anymore. They ain't suiting up for Sunday, okay? They're going to court on Monday. Right. Their life changed because of what their talent didn't change. Their abilities didn't change. Their vision didn't change. But guess what changed who they had in their life. So you really, really have to think about that. If you're just joining, our talk is about relationships today. How to get to your best version of yourself. People are a big part of that. So choose your relationships wisely. If somebody wants to be in your life, vet them. Right. Right. You know, you couldn't just go to the White House without being vetted just because you want to see the president. I mean, gonna let you in. Maybe a lot of people don't want to do that. But, yeah, some people might want to do that. Right. So you got to be vetted same way in your life. You need to vet somebody. If somebody wants to be a good friend or bring you a business idea, need to vet that. Let me make sure this person's on the up and up. Let's make sure that our visions align. Right. And as my grandmother always said, good things are not cheap. And cheap things are not always good. Okay. When somebody's making it easy for you, be careful. Make sure that that is something that you want as a part of your life. Talking about making choices, boundaries. I can't tell you how much this conversation comes up with relationships. Okay. You got to have boundaries in your life. What are your absolutes? I will do this, I will not do this. You can do this, but you cannot do this, right? Your boundaries are your protection. You have to have boundaries with and around your family. You have to have boundaries with and around your business. What will you do to make a deal, right? I know agents, real estate agents, that will do anything to make a deal, right? They will lie, they will cheat, they will cut a corner to make a deal. Okay, that's not boundaries. Right. That's not whatever it takes. You're about to hit yourself and whoever's with you into a ditch. Right. So you got to have those boundaries. And typically, sometimes I hear this is this person just comes into my life and and they don't ask for permission. They're just around me. Well, the reason why they can do that is you have no boundaries. You have to stop that. You can't just let people say anything to you, do anything to you. Right. Come drive off in your car right? Go clean out your bank account, right? You got to have boundaries. So boundaries are, even if you love somebody more than life itself, you still have to have a boundary. I love you, but we can't do this. I had a friend call up and was upset with me because I was supposed to be a certain place with him and I was not there and I didn't respond to his text. And so he calls me and goes, what part of, and I stopped him right there. And I said, look, okay, I'm busy. I have a lot of things going on. I was in the middle of something. I didn't have time to stop and text. I didn't have stop time to call. You were on my mind. I'll get to you when I get to you. So stop whining. Of course, now the defense said, well, I'm not whining. Okay. But what I was doing in that particular case is I still love him like a brother, but I got to set a boundary. Because you'll learn a term that I use. When people become familiar with you, familiarity breeds contempt. A stranger won't say anything to you, but a friend will because they think they know you. So they feel like I can be in contempt of you because I've been around you enough and I think I know everything about you. So all of a sudden I can say something negative to you and it should be okay. Not okay. Not okay. I don't mind constructive criticism, as I said earlier. That's helpful. But don't just come and throw a flaming arrow at me because you think we're buddies, we're boys, and so that's okay. That's not okay. OK, so familiarity does breed contempt. If that's happening to you in a relationship, step away. Don't don't return phone calls. Don't go visit. Don't go hang out for a while. Let them miss you. I find the best way to handle that. Let people miss you. I have places that I go to and if I feel like they're getting too familiar with me, I don't go there for a while. And then when I come back, they're all smiles for a while. So sometimes people, if they're around you too much, they get too familiar with you. And we used to have a saying growing up, they'll start playing the dozens with you, right? Because they think that it's okay. So, so you've got to make sure I've got boundaries. Then I want people around me that's got the same values. So we're talking about the keys, some just nuts and bolts stuff that you can use in your own life today that could turn you around as far as your relationships. I want people that are aligned with me that have the same values as I do. Okay. You cannot be if you are an addict, you need to hang around with other addicts. I'd suggest you become an addict, but you got to have somebody that has like values. If you ain't an addict, you can't be hanging around with addicts because eventually you're going to become an addict, right? Because people don't share your values with you, then you're going to share their values. Okay, so somebody's gonna have like values. Either you're gonna be doing what they're doing or they're gonna be doing what you're doing, right? So if you go to church every week, you probably can't hang out with people that don't do that. It's gonna be a conflict of values, right? So I have friends, right? I have a spiritual base in my life. They don't. And so every time I go around them, they get into this conversation about church and God and the Bible, and right? Well, I've learned to be patient with it because I'm not going to get into an argument. They're trying to lure me into a fight, into a debate, and I'm not getting there. I'm not going there, right? So it takes two to tangle. If I don't tangle, then there's no fight. So sometimes you have to just say, God, is this person aligning with my values? I'm not saying that you only hang around people that are just like you because that's kind of boring. Sometimes you need to go, depending on what you call. In future shows, we're going to talk about spheres, the seven powerful spheres that you operate in. So it depends on where you call into and your business is called into, you're going to deal with different type of people. But you have to decide, I want to be around people. If I'm going to marry someone, I got to make sure they have value. If I'm going to date them, I need to make sure we have the same value. If we're going to be in a partnership, I got to make sure we have the same value. If I'm going to work for somebody's company, I'm not just going to take the check. I'm going to make sure that their values align with mine. Why? Because they may ask you to do something, That's against your morals, against your character, against your fiber, but you've taken the check. So now you got to take the order. Happens every single day. Most people are the most miserable going to work, right? Because they're going to a job they don't like. They got to work around people they don't like, but they like that money, right? So they live for the 15th and the 31st. In between that, they are miserable. Right. So don't do that. If it doesn't align with your passion, your vet, go find another place. Go start your own business. Sometimes if you're that miserable, what it's telling you is you need to be your own boss. You need to start your own business. Right. So then that's another obstacle. But that might be time for you to stop working for other people and take the paycheck and step out on your own and be the entrepreneur that maybe you're called to be. All right. So we've talked about choosing relationships, setting boundaries, alignment of values. Uh, Growth is a part of successful relationships. If you are around somebody that is the same person they were 10 years ago, you need to let them go. They're not changing. Anything that is biologically composed must grow or dies. Right. Take the plant world. They have to grow. They got to be fertilized. They got to grow or they die, right? So we are living human beings. We're designed to change. We're designed to transition. We're designed to grow. So people should be growing. They should be making more money today than it were 20 years ago. They should be a better person today than they were five years ago. I am a different person just from five years ago, three years ago, because I'm always changing. I'm always Growing. If you're in a relationship with people, you got to grow. And if they're not growing, you got to go because they're going to stifle your growth. Right. You become like those you hang around. So if they're not growing. You're going to stop growing. They're not changing. You're not going to change. Right. Because it just takes a lot of energy and power and will to make changes. And so sometimes you can't do that. One of the things that I will share with you that I did uh, several years ago is I realized I was just hitting a wall in certain areas of my life and my social relationships and my professional life. And so I took a sabbatical. I shut off my phone. I like literally shut off. Nobody could call me. I stopped interacting with people for like nine months. I just had to shut it down. I had to do what I call stop, look and listen. What's going on and how do I become a different version of me? Now, a lot of people weren't happy about that. A lot of people took that the wrong way. They took it personally. But you know what? It was about my growth. It was about me becoming the best person so I could do what I'm doing today with you. I couldn't have done that had I continued to slide down into the ditch. So sometimes you have to step back, even if it's for a day, even if it's for an hour. Take time to realize, hey, what's going on? Stop, look and listen at your life and see where you might need changing. And then there's some people that's going to be in conflict with that changing. you might have to make some decisions in that particular area and with that particular person. Right. Avoid gypsy type people. Right. So no offense to any of my listeners that are actually gypsies, but I borrowed this term because it works for the conversation. And a gypsy type person is a person that's always moving. They never have any roots. They never have any stability. They always got a new idea, a new business, a new job. I know people that can't keep a job more than a month, right? And it's always the employer. Oh, well, they're a bad person. They're a bad company. They didn't pay me enough, right? And you're constantly moving, right? Well, that means you have no foundation. You have no stability. I know people that change their phone number once a month, I'm trying to call them, and then the phone numbers change. Like, really? Seriously? I've had the same phone number 10 plus years, right? So stability is important and especially to growth. Right. You can't plant a tree and then uproot it the next day and think that it's going to keep growing. You're going to bring a shock to the root system. Right. So you need to put down roots. You need people that are stable. I like to have people that have been doing things for a long period of time because they've learned from them, so the average friend that I have, that I call a friend, has been a friend in my life for at least ten to fifteen years, right? I don't have very many short-term friends, people that just come and go. It's too much of a distraction. There's too much energy that has to go into it, and all of a sudden, by the time we get going, they're gone. I used to have make uh, friends with uh, our local team here, the Seahawks. So I used to make friends with a lot of the NFL players. And uh, go hang out. We used to sell them homes and do different things with them. And I got to know them, right? Get to hang out. Well, by the time we get to know each other, they're transferred. They're traded. They're gone, right? They're gone to a new city and a new place. We're no longer friends, right? So it's this transitional sort of gypsy kind of life that some people have. Some people do it because it's part of their job. You're in military going to be part of your job you're going to move around you're going to have different stations if you travel so i'm not talking about that for business purposes. i'm talking about if i'm trying to have a solid friend i don't need them moving every five minutes That's a little bit hard on the system right i was a kid that went to 10 schools in 12 years so i know what i'm talking about here right every school year i had to go and make friends and by the time i made friends my mom moved again Right. So I never had the stability. Now, it did help me adapt. I'm quick at adapting, but it's because I had to. Right. I didn't have the stability. I didn't have a good friend until I was probably in my 30s because moving around so much, having that stability. It's so important to growth. It's so important to success and it's so important to have a really solid, solid relationship. Can't have somebody that's just constantly sort of moving around. So these are things that I think that are just powerful insights for relationships, things that you can learn and grow by. We're here every week to bring you something new, something fresh. You can always get our shows Online go to Lewis Howard live or Howard 360 radio. You can get the shows and I encourage you to get my new book from here to there available on Amazon and also my second book inside the mind of champions. Great book. These are books that I've written for dreamers for overcomers and warriors. So these books give you the insight that you need to succeed in your life to get from where you are to where you want to be. Hey, reach out to Amazon. Tell them Lewis Howard sent you. They might give you a little bit of a discount for doing it through Kindle or Amazon Publishing. Hey, thanks for sitting with me for a few minutes today. We'll be back next week to bring you something fresh, something new, something insightful to help you become the best version of yourself. Have a great day.